Welcome back to He's Abroad. This is Jason here in Brooklyn, uh, joined as always by John, who's abroad in New Zealand. What's going on, John? Hello. It's Hello. going all right. And we we're just about to start our pre-show banter, and I said something, and you said, I want to hear about this. We should talk yeah, about this. It. All right, let's get it down, my testimony yep. on why, <laughs> why I envy your position being where you are. Very interesting. And saying, yeah. yeah, I said, uh, I don't believe exactly what I said, even though it was only 30 seconds ago. But I, I think it was something like you had you had like the perfect timing or something along those lines. Yeah, like basically like- your, your your life's gone pretty well to to end up where you did, when you did, how you did. I think I if you don't consider yourself very fortunate, then I don't know. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I absolutely do consider myself very fortunate in multiple yeah. ways. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So let's let's count it. Let let me let me say let where me I count was the coming ways from. of your fortune. <laughs> let me tell you why you're blessed. Okay, let me tell, as, a, as a Jewish man. Let me tell you what uh, <laughs> why you're blessed by Jesus. So basically, <laughs> uh, the timing that you left the country. Yes was pretty damn good because you were able to establish residency and now in turn citizenship in a place that's probably the most desirable place you can be, I'm going to say on the planet at the moment. In the Western world, I would say from the outside of New Zealand, yes, that's what it looks like. If you're in any other Western country, so let's look at them, right? The Commonwealth countries, the UK, Australia, Canada, um, and then ex-Commonwealth countries, U.S., um, other parts of Europe, right? Germany, France, Spain, Italy, whatever, right? The Western world, so to speak, this the, the place where white people live, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, but, New I Zealand, would, but New take Zealand in the rest the, of that, too. Yeah. yeah. I'd say, let, because look at all the areas you could possibly be, right? Yeah. So let's say, who who has this, if you just looked at the coronavirus alone, right? Who has it under control? South Korea. Vietnam, right? I think Vietnam. I suppose. Vietnam also often gets left out of conversations when talking about Asian countries. Yes, it does. Because you hear Thailand and then Vietnam just gets left off. Yeah. You know why? Singapore. Because of, I was going to say, because of food mindshare. You know, when people think of Asian foods, they usually go to Chinese food and Japanese Japanese food. food. Those dominate the mindshare. No one's really thinking. Nobody's thinking bon me and pho. And, and they're both Good delicious. Though. Don't they're get both me wrong. Delicious. They're both great, but that's it's not. Funny, I really enjoyed about. Korean food as well, right? Like if you were going to order oh, Asian yeah, food, absolutely. right? Like as far as world known, Chinese food, I think, is first, even though what we eat in the Western world, Chinese food is not what Chinese people eat. <laughs> like getting. Well, it comes down food. to marketing, right? It, yeah. I think it comes down to marketing again because, you know, sushi sounds cool, sounds hip, but Chinese food is the easiest one to penetrate. What do you want? Chicken and a vegetable. Meat and meat and vegetable, that's your dish. With oh, rice. okay. I can get behind that. Yeah, with the rice. And rice, okay. Sure. Uh, sushi, chicken teriyaki, I think that's like the easiest on-ramp into Japanese food. I know that was my on-ramp. Okay? They've they've uh they've definitely penetrated the ja- the uh, the food court scene, the mall food yep. court scene, we'll call it. Um, and then ramen, and, would dig a little deeper, right? Ramen sure. Would be third on that list, and that's what sushi's always. And it. I think I said sushi already, but you know, it's raw fish, but it's fish. Yes, you know, it looks pretty. It's very easy to get. Meanwhile, you have the Korean foods and the oh, Thai food, and though. the the Korean foods and the um, and the Vietnamese food. They don't really make an effort to 
explain what they are, right? No, bond me is bond me. You're getting and and fu is fu. You're not. They're not really. Tra- Plus, it's pronounced differently as it's spelled. It's I o- think there's a lot uh, of. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's like, hey, but what is it? What do you mean? What is it? We just told you what it is. This it's is got what we little call it. This is what it is. Deal with O it. as well, right? It's got the little curly thing over the O. Yeah, some sort of odd uh, yeah. accent. I'm sure. Yeah, but Which exactly. It so fuh. it's not. <laughs> it's not fuh. Yeah. It's fuh. It's fuh. Exactly. It's very. It's very. Uh, have I said fuh? Have I been saying that the whole time? No, no, no. You've been saying fuh. Okay, good. Just making sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that that stuff's delicious. It's really good. And of the like soups, we'll call it like of the of the Asian soups. If you put it up against ramen, things like Ramen's that. Number one. Number it's one. actually not uh, that. It's not as unhealthy as no. This. No, I mean ramen. When you get tonkatsu ramen, I mean that. Oh yeah, you no, know, it's yeah. delicious. But they put a giant piece of pork in that thing. <laughs> yeah, well, it's pork broth. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's pork broth or chicken broth or yeah, it's uh, it can be pretty greasy, yeah. very salty, but very delicious. Um, but anyway, take so from what I've understood. So basically, the virus who's got it under control? China seems to have it under control now. Yep. Japan allegedly has it under control. They're starting to see some spikes. And I've read some stuff that their testing is not as prominent, which could be used to under um, undercount their cases. So it might not right. be as, as But nice these as are also countries that. that were very happy to wear masks as well. Exactly. When cold, yeah, right? yeah, sure. So that's sure. Now, let's, I mean, let's take another place because where you are compared to other countries, right? You right. could be in China, which is a communist country. <laughs> right? yes. You could be in South Korea, which has a which has a nuclear shaped gun against its head every, yes. every day of the week. You could be uh, in Japan that is very, some would say xenophobic towards. Yeah. They love you for a week, Japanese, right? They love you for a week. And then and when then they're they like, learn, why is this, yeah. why is this black guy still here? Yeah, exactly. You know? Like they, they might say that. I mean, they'd say the same about me. Why is this white guy there? But we're talking about you. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so you're so you're in a pretty desirable place to be. There's no there's no coronavirus. It's a, it's a free country. It's very nice, uh, and you, you're back to living life as normal. You don't have a you don't have a potential. Um, you don't you don't have people like clawing at each other and everything sparking insane division. As far as I understand it, but you got to to that be level. Well, there's issues. Chill. Like, like I said, I've brought up the fact, and again, I, I'm also very fortunate because I am a very high earner in New Zealand, right? So I might not be a high earner in the U.S., but to your average Kiwi, I earn above and beyond what most people here will ever see in their lifetime, right? Wow. Because That's being correct. an expat working for a company that works for American interest you tend to make more money than you would if you were working for a local company, right? So yeah, I'm 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 not only privileged for being in New Zealand, I'm also privileged in New Zealand for being able to afford a pretty good life. Yeah. Um, and you've been say, there long enough where they're basically stuck with you now. Yeah. You can't really point, kick I'm you out. Permanent resident. No. And I'm re- I'm on the track sort of citizenship very soon. So like it's it's interesting because New Zealand has issues. Don't get me wrong, right? Like, oh sure, talked, I think every, no, no place is attack, Right? We talked about housing being a mess here, um, and we've talked about sort of. Oh, uh, we didn't talk Wi-Fi, about what happened, you know, the, what happened yesterday. Well, internet now is great. I've got really good internet now. Yeah, but you told you told me about the internet situation the last time. That was bad. It was awful. Yeah. So, but New Zealand just declined to legalize cannabis yesterday. <sighs> So it's always and gonna so be a for, negative. For very for a very progressive country, New Zealand still has the same thing that every Western world has, which is a bunch of very old and angry white people who want things to go back to the way they used to be. God fearing folk. Yes, and that exists here. 
that this is still a Western country. It's got the same problem that the U.S. has, but obviously, right, when you have 5 million people, that problem exists in, let's say, a million people instead of 100 million people, right? It's like orders of magnitude, just smaller numbers of people who sort of have this displeasuring view. So things move quicker, right? So when young, when a new generation comes up, it's much more pronounced versus the U.S. where you have hundreds of millions of people who are still in power. I mean, if you look at the U.S.'s government, right? Like Jacinda Ardern, prime minister here, she just turned 40 last year or maybe this year she just turned 40. She just turned 40 in June this year, right? We're about to elect someone who's over the age of 75. Is Trump 74, right? Yeah. Biden's 78. And so I think Trump is maybe 74 soon. Like, again, we'll have someone who is in their late 70s being president by the end of 2024. Biden turns 78 in on November 20th. Yeah. And Trump. I think he's 74. He's 74. Yeah. So, but again, but that alone kind of shows you, right? New Zealand's going to move quicker, even though there's still things like the legalization of cannabis that don't happen here and makes young people very upset. So, yeah, look, I would say I am extremely privileged. I pick a good time to go see the rest of the world. Um, Obama was still president when I left. Um, But I watched all of the Trump stuff from here thinking, oh, America's never going to elect Donald Trump as their president, right? I said this, how many times have I said this on our previous podcast when we used to run a different show? Um, It was like, no way. No, no, no. The American people will never elect this. I said said he was going to win. You did say this. Look, you totally did. And I didn't believe you. I I was like, come on, man. Like, we're not that far gone as Americans while I'm living in New Zealand, (laughs) right? I'm like, no, no, no. I still have this very grandiose idea of what American is, like what the ideal is. And then what Americans don't realize, and some of them probably don't care, the rest of the world is is laughing nonstop at – what has happened to America in four years. It's some people feel very sad about it, right? Because they're saying, you know, we still need America be, to be, you know, they're still a world leader. They still have financial power over everything we do, right? What's yeah. the, whereas like if America sneezes, the rest of the world catches the cold or whatever that saying is, right? Something along those lines. And, look that up. and that's what it, that's what's happening, right? Everyone is everyone is on pins and needles yeah, wow. for what's going on in the US, right? That, that is a saying where America sneezes, the rest of the country, the rest of the world catches the cold. Mm-hmm. I don't uh, know who said that, it. That was definitely said before COVID. Yes. So yeah, like I picked a good time. Oh geez, this is this is a headline I clicked on is from Reuters. It was written in July. When the U.S. sneezes, the world catches a cold. What happens when it has severe COVID nineteen? <laughs> well, there you go. I mean, look, the U.S. They just released. I believe that they just released a travel ban for New Zealanders to to basically say we suggest that you don't travel to Let's the U.S. Let's go to the new. I got a news story. Oh, yeah. Okay, you've got a news story for that. Sorry, I just saw that. Look, I'm watching more news because I'm worried about my country. I'm worried about what happens if Donald Trump wins again, which I know we keep seeing he's only got a 10% chance. He only has this. I feel like these. I, this feels very similar to what happened in 2016. I know I'm not dumb enough. As George Bush said, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice. Well, we won't get fooled again. <laughs> And and that that's how I feel. I feel like living in New Zealand, at least I get to watch this from afar. And if it does all start to crumble, I will just turn off the news and I will call my family to make sure that they're safe. But then I'm going to do what I'm doing now, which is going to go look at paint. <laughs> right? Like, life's normal. Like, looking at paint and, you know, there's concerts and stuff going on here. 
And like, there's no one really social distancing. Yeah, I do they have a mask? In, in in a couple of weeks, I haven't seen anyone wearing a mask in public. So they have um, they they're they're behind in their proactivity of legalizing weed, but is it legal to get gay married over there? Yes. Okay, cool. So we could still do that, and I could get into the country. <laughs> yes. Cool. Yes. Great. Wonderful. All right. That's that's my exit strategy. Just to be clear. Cool. <laughs> Shit needs to hit the fan. No, no, it doesn't have to be permanent. Hopefully, the government doesn't listen to this. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> just to get me in, and then you know, you get, it's fine. Everything would be the same. It's fine. We get some. Tax but you go, but you go your separate. Nice. You go your separate way. That's fine. Yeah, I'll do and my. Then we my divorce, thing. and I ask for alimony. <laughs> oh, I, I believe. <laughs> I believe Al, based on our income disparity, the alimony would probably go the other way. <laughs> so maybe we sign a prenup. Maybe we sign. we sign the prenup. Could we decide, could we do a prenup? Yeah, of course. Could we do a prenup. Absolutely. I've got a good lawyer. <laughs> Great. <laughs> you could have the kids. All right. <laughs> if you count your PlayStation Five and Xbox, whatever the new Xbox is called, as your children, then I'm, sure, I'll take those. No, wait. Hang on a second. Now we're talking about something else. <laughs> All right uh breakfast update that anyway that's that's why i thought you were fortunate i just think you're in uh you're in a good spot you're safe yep you know you're gonna be safe life's going well you don't have fear of a of a madman uh continuing his his reign of terror yes um and you're you're not concerned that some people are absolutely delusional though i am positive that there is at least 20 percent of new zealand that likes Trump for the same reason that the 40% here do. I wouldn't say 20. I'd say it's probably about 5% because there was a party mm. here that was basically the the offsprings of Trump. They called themselves the, the new conservatives and they won, what is it, like less than 1% of the vote. Um, because again, Just right saying. here, here you're not voting for one side or the other. You've got all these other parties that you vote for. Like the Green Party has a bunch of power in parliament here and that you sure. would consider – Right. We've got Greens in the US and they don't like they're on the ballot. The Green Party is on the ballot and it doesn't mean anything. Speaking of which, you voted, right, recently? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Was Kanye sure on your ballot? No. Okay. Kanye is on the ballot in California. And lots of people here tell me Kanye West's name was totally on the ballot. That's so stupid. So, <laughs> so yeah. That's so fucked up, man. We're so fucked. God damn it. God damn so, it. Here's here's a question that I asked Alice before we get in the news. Do you think Kim Kardashian, who do you think Kim Kardashian voted for? Biden. You think he, she voted for Biden? I don't believe that at all. I believe she either Look, voted I don't, for Trump or Kanye. Let me start by saying I don't I don't know Kim Kardashian. Um she probably voted for herself. The most qualified of the four people. So remember, Kim Kardashian, you know, she's got a relationship with Trump. Trump did the whole prison reform thing of getting that yep. woman out of prison because of Kim Kardashian. Why would you, why would she vote for Biden when she right now has direct access to the White House more than most other people can say? Because Trump likes them. Trump likes Kanye. I don't know because maybe she doesn't have to because because she's smart enough to know that she's a prop, and she but she's also smart enough to know that she was able to use him to get what she wanted. Right. So why would she stop? And because she could probably do the same thing with Biden. You think so? She I could be like, yeah, Biden, smell my hair or something. I don't know. I think I think Kim would be threatened by Kamala Harris. Yeah, but she, Kamala she thinks would Kamala Harris will do the things that she wants to do. I don't know about that. I think Kamala you Harris think, can, can, she... can see yeah, can see the nonsense. I think she could be like, no, 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 I don't need her in my I don't need her in my house. Get her out she's of like here. Poor, 
she's like Poison Ivy and Batman and Robin. This Get her and her show. fake butt out of here. Literally. Oh. It's fake? <laughs> of course it is. All this time. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Shame. Don't tell me her boobs are fake too. I won't believe it. I think most of it's fake. Oh, wow. That's well, just what happens when you get money. These are hard Replace truths. Place any part you want. Hard truths. Hard truths. Yeah. All right. Uh, breakfast update. I set I set my Instagram afire, ablaze this weekend because I just made plain pancakes. Shock and awe. <laughs> Go to making a bunch of crazy weird shit, then all of a sudden you just make you, you decide, hey, you know something something back to basics exactly is is more abnormal. Than the abnormal at this point. So I just said, I just want some straight pancakes, just pancakes and syrup, side of bacon. And I did. They were delicious. And uh, a lot of people gave me, gave me some shit for that. So to them, I say, fuck them. I enjoyed my pancakes. Good. They were, they were huge. The batter did not turn out as well as I wanted them to. That was bizarre. But these things happen, you know, perils of pancake making. All right, let's get to some news. Um, something a little different. Um, it's going to kind of be a bit of a crossover between some reddish blue blackish Jewish and the news. Uh, I'm not going to give you a choice of, uh, of order, order because enough. I have Look, the order because I'm going to, we're going to spin a bit of a narrative here. Okay. Look, fair enough. Right. It's a, it's election season. We've got an election in four days. We should mm-hmm. be talking about politics. Yeah. But here's the deal. We're going to have some fun. Okay. I promise. Window. I promise. And if you don't have fun, you should review us on on podcast services or at least iTunes, where we know you can review us so that you can uh, get a dollar from John, a spendable dollar. Um, I don't I didn't check to see if anybody has reviewed us. Let's see. So far, John has doled out one dollar, one whole dollar. Yeah, you guys, seriously, like like Greg, Greg, I'm talking to you, Greg, Greg, it's a dollar, man. Just come get Greg, this you, dollar. John will send you a dollar. Just write a review. Arlen, you're probably listening to. Nudge Greg. Tell him to review us so he can get a dollar. <laughs> this is how we do it. Nope. No, no additional reviews. Okay. Let's jump in. First story. Since you alluded to it, I was going to do something before this, but you already said it, so we'll do it anyway. Safetravel.govt.nz. New Zealand. This is a New Zealand posted update. What's what's the address of this place again? What did you just said? Safe travel. Okay. Dot G O V T. Okay. Safe travel. That government basically. That's right. So. This is a breaking news. You know, one of those things. United States 2020 presidential election. The United States presidential election is scheduled to take place on Tuesday. Oh, fuck you guys. This is how they write the dates. I, I hate it. 3 November 2020. November 3rd, 2020, with an inauguration ceremony on Wednesday, January 20th, 2021. I fixed it. Political activity, including rallies and protest activity, can expe- can be expected in the lead up to the election and the presidential inauguration. Since early 2020, there have been widespread protests and demonstrations occurring around the United States. Some protests have resulted in violence and or looting and civil unrest. Antifa. Even at sorry, even protests or politi- or political rallies, which are intended to be peaceful, can result in violence. 
A strong police and or National Guard presence can be expected at any further protest. Police measures have, at times, included the use of rubber bullets and or pepper spray to disperse crowds. New Zealanders in the United States are advised to avoid areas where political rallies are or protest activities may occur. We recommend monitoring local media to stay up to date with developments and following any instructions issued by local authorities, including curfews. If you find yourself in an area of protest slash political activity or civil unrest, you should leave the area if it is safe to do so or remain indoors until the situation improves. For contingency planning, see this site that they say for emergency assistance, dial 911. If you require consular assistance, please contact your closest New Zealand embassy or consulate contact information below. We encourage all New Zealanders living and traveling offshore to register on safe travel. The official registration, you get it. So there you go. How does that make you feel? Uh, great. You know, these guys just, it, it, New Zealand just doesn't understand freedom. This is what freedom I looks think, like, huh? I think it's crazy. I hope that they issue the same alert to uh, any Canadians uh, living in Vancouver during playoff season. Yeah, when the Canucks are sure to choke away a, a lead in a playoff <laughs> exactly. series. Exactly. Be aware your city may be set ablaze when the Canucks inevitably lose. It could be any one of these 16 days ahead. <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, the difference is, is that Canada is a Commonwealth country, right? So it's, you know, yeah. the Queen will protect us. <laughs> oh, yeah, what's she going to do? What is the Queen going to do? Yeah, this is spooky. Um it's it's weird because you know I I New York has been declared New York City has apparently been declared an anarchy city or something wow, according to Trump really yeah there's some bullshit like that I, I I don't know what that means but it's not right we're not I'm not seeing daily protests I'm not seeing any of that stuff I mean clearly not in Bay Ridge but you well, know it's a I ghost play, town apparently Trump said not, New York play, is a ghost town yeah yeah but look at all those lines of people voting how do you explain that a bunch of ghosts. Well, there you go. There's there's uh, there's uh, voter fraud right there. You got a bunch of dead people in the form of ghosts spent <laughs> waiting online to vote. So, uh, meanwhile, I play hockey twice a week, Thursdays and Sundays, and coming back, no protests at you know ten o'clock at night. Seems uh, seems all right. So, places like Portland, there's some stuff going down every night. I was just talking yeah. to my dad about that earlier. They go, uh, they go but, hard in Portland and, and on the Pacific Northwest. They have well, not I stopped protesting. I don't really know what's going on there, but there's also the antagonistic part of it, which is yes. people like Proud Boys driving in with the trucks. Like There's videos of them shooting people on the streets with uh, paintball guns, like just trying to stir the pot. These are the kind of guys who like are waiting for the Civil War. They're the ones who want that Second Amendment not to shoot deer. I mean, deer. all that training you've done, all of the paintball training and running around, you've done all this training, right? Like, you're ready for this. Yeah, let alone the fact that the, you know, all those cops have a lot bigger guns than you. <laughs> Better yeah. training than but, you. But again, the cops uh, the cops tell those guys, hey, just, just you know, just be easy. Take it just easy. stand over here with the guns. Just take it easy, right? Yeah, and here's a blanket. Get you yeah. But it's weird um, seeing this because... I, I don't want to ever assume the worst. I feel like wherever you stand politically, 99.9% of people just want to live their life. You know, they just want to go about their business. They don't want to, they want to have confrontational violence. They just want to, you know, get up, go to work, go back. 
home, maybe have a beer, hang out with friends, live their life without the fear of getting punched in the head at some point because you're wearing the thing that they disagree with or you know worrying about a escalation of violence or screaming stuff in the streets like they they're just they just don't want to deal with it right the the scary thing is though is that regardless of who wins this is all a very real possibility that this falls apart and i don't Absolutely. think that's ever i don't think that's ever happened before to be honest with you where i think no, of if this per- like it d- doesn't matter who wins there's a chance of civil unrest and violence depending on again it doesn't matter who wins it just might depend on where it happens right like let's say biden wins right i doubt california is going to go up in blaze of anger because biden wins but who knows that there might not be civil unrest in washington or virginia or some of the more southern states who knows right like you just don't know because if trump loses there's a good chance there's a bunch of people that go nuts if biden loses there's a good chance there's a bunch of people that go nuts who knows yeah i don't i don't think that there's ever the thing is there's never been an election like this and i think that trump had that crazy you know he was still trump in 2016 but i think everybody was so confident he was going to lose that no one was really that they're just it wasn't really up in arms you know you didn't really know what a prince trump what a what a trump presidency looked like yes everyone was shocked right and now you know and now you and know now, four, year, COVID, four more years of this is nuts. It's nuts if he gets another four years. COVID just makes it worse. Like he's saying, ah, everybody is like, we, we're already we're, we're turning the corner. We know how it is. Like today, I believe he was saying at a rally, like, yeah, we're doing the things right. We're he's like, we're all wearing masks. We're doing social distancing. The fucking people behind and in front of them all huddled together, wearing no masks, jam packed. They they've just they are literally lying right to your face. And these people are still going to vote for him. It's it's confounding. I just don't understand it. But we are we are living in a time where literally anything is possible at this point. Anything, anything is possible. Is possible. Anything, is, anything possible. is possible. Like I I I think my my instincts, which are wrong constantly, say that he will lose. He will lose in a big way, and it'll be very obvious on Tuesday that he will lose by the end of the day. And it will be indisputable. Now, the next month or month or two months, right, before the inauguration will be a complete whiny shit show of conspiracy theories, but nothing he can do will will change that course. That is my gut reaction. I think that everything we're talking about, which is civil unrest, all these other things are wildly overblown and they assume the worst case scenario. And I'd like to imagine the best that I never imagined the best from Trump. I don't imagine the best from his supporters. I don't imagine the best from his, uh, you know, from the enablers on Fox news, but I still strongly believe that a lot of fear mongering has happened before, uh, on both sides. And typically everything is civil and fine. And it's just a way to stir up controversy before so i really do think that everything will be okay if but you want, if you want my opinion of what's going to happen right yeah and again th- these Go are ahead. election predictions and the next time that we're on we'll see if whether or not we do a podcast the night of the election i'm down to do it i'm down to record mm-hmm. at like you know like what 10 or 11 o'clock my yeah, time? I'm, I'm down to do it as well. We can watch it, right? We can sit there and watch the the map go up, and we can watch the master panels that show up, and the guy at the board yeah, talking John about King, is, John King at the magic wall. 
So she's just a big ass touchscreen. I can't believe they still call the thing the magic. Wand. It's real funny because like it doesn't work half the time. So it does. It does work for him. He's he's mastered it. He got it. He's mastered it. But if anyone else touches that screen, it's a mess. No, but you could tell when they're trying it. They're like, oh, I finally get to touch the magic wall. Yeah. It's like when you get called up and you get to touch the smart board at the front of the screen. So, so I think what's going to happen here, here's my prediction, right, is that Biden wins, but it's closer than people have predicted, right? Like, I think that Trump holds on to Texas. I think he holds on to. I agree. I think he maybe holds on to one of these other states between Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. He gets one of them in a bit of a surprise. And I think that's where what's going to happen is, right, Trump will lose and it will be decided. It will be a decided loss, right? Like, you can see it. But what's going to happen is the the people in those states, and by people I mean the governments in those states that he wins, Texas, Florida, are going to giant giantly contest this right like ohio right like he might squeak out ohio like i think trump's gonna get a few states or it's gonna be really close that he loses those states but they will contest those states right so while this is happening i believe that trump does not stop this this rally tour because why would he right (laughs) yeah of course like he's not gonna stop rallying he's gonna rally until the end of his presidency he's not gonna do anything else if he loses and he's gonna constantly talk about how he's been cheated and it's not over and you need to stay motivated in the fight we need to stop the radical left he is going to incite the violence that is going to come to me in january once we get closer to inauguration and all of this stuff is still in question and trump still wants he's still doing these rallies he's still doing these talks and I think you get enough of these proud boys slash whatever group of people who are going to do stupid stuff, right? But in the end of that, I believe that he is going to try to purposely tank the economy. He's going to try and purposely do this so that way, right? Because Joe Biden, again, he's bad time to be president because if he wins, he's got to fix a bunch of problems that I don't think he can fix in four years. No. Trump, uh, well, uh, Obama did a pretty good uh, turnaround time for once. Took him eight years, but but it didn't have a didn't have a pan. He didn't have a pando to deal with. No, it took him eight years, and the pandemic's at least gonna. It's already put us into a recession, right? So like, you've got three years to get out of that. And who's after Trump? To me, is the more interesting thing because I think his family's going to be burned. I think his kids are burned. I think I, I just think there's too much that's going to happen. No after. way! One of those fuckers is going to run. They're going to run, sure. but it's going to be like and the it's going to be. Road. It's going to be. It might even be all three of them, which would be hilarious. Time. <laughs> yeah, Ivanka, Don Jr., and Eric, and they're going to run at the same time, and it's just going to be hilarious. Because um, hey, one of them's got to get through, right? Well, who's they're gonna try like a lot of them. It's Ivanka, right? Which is weird. Or Trump just runs again. That that asshole's still gonna be alive in four years. Yeah, and he's if gonna he start loses, his own he'll news still be network. alive. He's gonna start his own news network. But look, my, my prediction is that Joe Biden wins, right? I don't feel confident about it, and I would not be surprised if Trump won again. Oh yeah, me too. Um, I don't. I wouldn't be surprised. I, you can't surprise me at this point, but I do believe it's the end of American democracy, as you know. It, if he wins again, I firmly believe that. I think it's it. I think this is it. I, I don't think it's too hyperbolic to say, "Hey, this is a judge. This is fighting for our character. This is fighting for all of these things." Right? I I can't do another four years of Trump. Like like I like just watching the news. I can't do it. It's too much. It's too much. And, for, and look, I'm someone that kind of finds Trump funny still. Right? Like it's it's so. It's such nonsense that you can't help but to laugh at some of the stuff that he says. But there, there's we can't do this for another four years because it's not so much that Trump is this giant threat. He's an idiot, right? It's the fact that everything else that swirls around Trump 
is the problem. What's happening in the Senate, what's happening in the Supreme Court, what's happening in all these other places is really starting to tear the fabric of America apart because America doesn't, the majority doesn't believe in this stuff. And that's the problem. The majority didn't vote for him. The majority didn't vote for this. And that to me right? is the worst case scenario is Trump wins because he's going to lose the popular vote again, for sure. Yes. Um, like that, that I have zero doubt. I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent convinced that he's going to lose the electoral college, but he, I am like a hundred percent convinced he's going to lose the popular vote for sure. Cause if uh, you but, like California, but he why could potentially you, lose the popular yeah. vote by like 10 million Good. and still win the, and, and still win the electoral win. college. That's when stuff gets really hairy. Yes. Like, that's that's when states scenario. like California go, why are we part of this union? Because yeah, it hurts exactly. them the most. Cause again, I think I laid out that prediction yeah. like a few months ago. Or in that scenario, they're like, okay, we're done. We're out. No, this, this is it. the end we're of America. Yeah. Fine. We'll just start a new country. It's all good. We'll still be on good terms. We can have trade. It's all cool. The day yeah, you go, we'll Trump, trade you're with, now, uh, you, yeah. you can now uh, have fun with your people. God's yeah, name. we'll trade with Oregon and Nevada and Arizona, which are most likely going to go blue. No, so we'll, we'll still trade with the middle of the country. It's cool. We're just, we're just going to set up our own government and uh, live by own rules. You know, it's all good. Cool. See, peace. You, you set up a Supreme Court to be against the majority. Great. Well, then, guess what? It's majority of your people. Now we can have this. Because I would love to see a world where the Republican Party as it exists doesn't. And we can all agree on facts from the jump. Like we can agree that climate science is good, that uh, that, that uh, climate science is valid, that health science in general is valid. The fact that Trump's using uh, Biden's going to listen to the scientists as a as an attack is absurd. Uh, you got a guy who's people who are against renewable energy like that's a baseline. If you want to have an argument on taxes versus not taxes, cool, then we can have that discussion. But I, I can't really start with somebody who's going to say who's going to be anti-science and be like, yeah, climate change isn't a real thing. Like, no, no, it's it's real. We could talk about it. We could do something about it. And then we'll, and then we'll go to the next thing. You know, like like there are things where you could have a legitimate political discourse. That's well, look, not one of them. What you should know is that when you're doing a house and you start getting insurance for stuff. And you start getting like pretty basic life insurance plans and those types of things. Sure. They, they ask you if you're going to travel to the U.S. as an American because they're worried about your health and your safety living in this country. But, you know, obviously being a U.S. citizen. So, yeah, like New Zealand looks at the U.S. and the main thing is, well, at least we're not that bad. Like, well, speaking are- of safety, speaking of safety, let's go to story number two. Walmart reverses decision to remove guns and ammo from store shelves. <laughs> reverses the decision. Huh? Yeah. Here we go. Walmart on Friday. So reading from NBC News. Walmart on Friday reversed its decision to take guns and ammunition from store displays in response to concerns about, quote, isolated civil unrest, end quote. The country's largest retailer had asked all of its stores to, to move firearms and ammunition to a secure backroom area of the store out of, quote, an abundance of caution, end quote, on Thursday. Walmart spokesperson Corey Lundberg told NBC News in an email. Thursday was yesterday as of this recording. Uh, but, quote, as the current incidents have remained geographically isolated, we made the decision to begin returning these products to the sales floors today, end quote, he said Friday today. The move comes four days before the presidential election, which President Donald Trump has suggested he will contest in the event of a win for former Vice President Joe Biden. 
After a summer of heated protests related to police violence and anti-lockdown protesters armed with assault rifles demonstrating in Michigan and Minnesota in the spring, storefront businesses are worried about what may come next week. Across the country, stores have begun boarding up windows and hiring additional security to prepare for any potential property damage. Quote, many have and will be boarding up locations or relying on other safety precautions. Normal, normally methods that are reserved for severe weather incidents. And quote, Tom Boyachi, CEO of something like that, CEO of the facilities software company Service Channel, told NBC News in an email, quote, but now also for the social unrest throughout the summer of 2020 and in preparation for the upcoming national election, end quote. The company has processed roughly 310 business work order, businesses work orders for prevent Oh my God. For preventative boarding up with the last two weeks of October from May to July, Service Channel saw about $20.4 million in invoices for work orders related to civil unrest. So there you go. Guns are back at Walmart. Prepare yourself. I mean, why don't they just limit the purchasing? Like, you don't have to lock them up. But if you literally buy, if you come in there with a Make America Great Again hat on, on Wednesday morning and go, Hey, I'd like to buy 300 rounds of 308 ammunition and a long distance scope. And you start buying all this stuff and it's like, wait a minute, buddy. No, I can't sell this stuff to you. Look at you. You got the hat on your guy just lost. You look a little, you look a little irrational, a little irritated. Like you've been up all night, right? Like, can they not just use their judgment and go, Hey man, I can't sell you this gun, dude. Like, sorry. Come back tomorrow and let's talk then, <laughs> right? Like, is that not a reasonable or the same thing, right? You come in there with an Antifa shirt on and, you know, you look like you've been drinking all night. I don't and you come in shirts. And you say, give me, give me your most powerful weapon, <laughs> please. Yeah. yeah. Like, that seems common I, sense. Like, hey, I can't sell you this gun, buddy. Like, I'm sorry, but you look a little, you look a little frazzled. There is this dude on my Facebook. I don't even know how I became quote friends with him. I don't know who the guy is. I really don't, but somehow he's on my friends. Oh, that's scary. Yeah. It's a little freaky. I don't know. Just one of these guys, you know, it's back in the day. Probably you just start answering stuff. There's people from high school. You just don't know. Right. You, you forget things. You're like, did I'm I know this guy on, in high school? I'm not maybe. on social media like that. So yeah, but, but this maybe. guy, he's like, he's down in Florida now from New York. And he's just like, this, these are my guns. I call this the lib the lib killer or whatever. I'm like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck is going on here? Have you not reported this? I didn't. I think I did. I reported that. You should. One. Yeah. You got to report that. Come on now. Yeah. Yeah. And all like the comments are... were like, ha, 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 this is great. Yeah. The fucking libs. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, oh my God. Boy. Oh, boy. Why are you so upset at that? Like, what is there to be upset at liberals for? I, again, why why I are they so mad? And also I have a theory. I have a theory that I was thinking about today. Is the difference between the left wing and the right wing, and it's not this black and white, but bear with me, is the difference a matter of patience? Like, think about it. Think about policy and what they want to do, right? Like, what what is what is economic policy around in Republicans? Like, I want my money now. Like, I, I want this stuff now. Don't tax me because that's mine. Don't worry about what's going to happen in the future to the where the taxes go for the roads or the poor people or the the betterment of society. No, 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 no. Give me this now because I want my instant satisfaction. You know, 
keep things keep things as is. I don't I don't I don't need that change. It's not going to affect me, right? Like a lot of these, in a kind of reflective in coronavirus as well, which is like, no, we're not, we're not going to wait, we're not going to lock down. I need, I need my freedoms now. I need to get out right now, as opposed to like, come on, just do one for the team, be good. It's like, no, everything's perfect now. We don't need to change. There's no racism. There's no, there's no systematic racism. Everything's fine now. There's well, nothing to fix. Everything's you okay. Want to you want to know what's really funny is that I actually think the difference between Republicans and Democrats are one group trusts the government and the other doesn't. And it's really funny because I think that's extremely ironic for the fact that the Republicans trust the Republican people that they put into office, even though they're the government, right? It's like, no, this guy is in office. He's a good patriot. He's not like the regular politicians that you see. He's not like a lifelong politician. Trump's not a lifelong politician. He's fighting for the people. People so still say government? somebody somebody still wrote. I saw this. Somebody that actually like Trump's word was like, I like that he's not a politician. It's like, bitch, that guy is a politician. He's, he's been the politician. He's, he is the yeah, exactly. I think I made the point last week. I'm like, he's probably the best politician. Yes. And that's what's really and this is and this nobody is why could you not answer questions. Look at the yeah. fucking milkshake question. And this is why you can't <laughs> respect Republicans because they, you know, and again, this is most of them, right? Because Republican ideals on the forefront of it, honestly, I'm kind of like, you know what? It makes sense, right? Smaller government. I feel that I know what to do with my money better, right? Because I'm a responsible, hardworking adult, right? Like that's what you used to get told a long time ago as like, this yeah. is why I'm a Republican because I work hard and I feel like the government doesn't know what to do with my money. So I'm going to spend my money to stimulate the economy. If something's good, I'll support it. If it's bad, I won't. Right. Like that's the general what the Republicans try to tell you that they're for. But the Republicans now are about keeping the things they were or turning them back to the way they were in the 50s. So, like, it's literally them going, we don't trust current government. Current government moves too fast with all their fancy words and their high power degrees and their technology advancements. I don't want any of that. I want to go back to the day where the mom handed a paper bag to her two kids and husband as she kissed them walking out the door and then vacuumed and cleaned the house all day as the man went out and did the job. Like, that's what they want to return to. Trump said during a speech this week he was like he said don't worry ladies ladies like your husbands are going to go back to work soon it's like what does that mean and th- and this is the problem right cuz you got co- corporations like Walmart that are making money hand over fist right like it's the truest part of of capitalism they are they are killing these people literally they are killing them because they cannot afford to keep small mom and pop shops open that it doesn't matter if you don't support Walmart right it doesn't matter it's the only thing that's there Walmart has crushed the competition. Amazon has crushed the competition. There's no more Toys R Us. There's no more block. There's no middle level of competition anymore. It's all high level. And that's due to Republican financing. The Republicans have financed this. So it's really funny when you get these people who say, I want freedoms and I want rights, yet they're literally giving their money to the people that they think are actually protecting them in government, even though they're the government, right? Where Democrats, to me, they rely a little too much on the government. Obama's going to save us all. It's like Obama's a politician, right? Obama's here to make sure that his political career is successful. Sure, he tried to do a few things and the Republicans stopped him. But generally, Obama's like, okay, I do the will of the people because it helps me get reelected. The more people that I please, the more people that I'm going to be elected by. And the Republicans have a problem with that. Yeah. Well, he oh, he's he's elected. he's just a pawn. You know, Trump's not a pawn. He, he, Trump's his own man. Trump says what he wants to say. 
And they oh, we'll see Walmart. Walmart Walmart has not looked at this and goes, you know what? Our customer base is not happy with this. Okay, cool. They want to kill each other. Sure. We'll, we'll give you guns. Why not? That's, seriously, like that that's the financial decision of going, we got more backlash for doing this than not. So fine. Here are your guns. We don't care. You guys kill each other. We're still going to make our money. Makes no difference to us. Yeah. We got enough money to... And that's the sad part because, yeah, Walmart doesn't care. They're sending their money over. They're getting goods from all over the world. Like, it doesn't matter to them. They're like, fine, if this hick wants to buy a, you know, buy a rifle, then go for it. Blow your brains out. I don't care. God, you think, I wonder what happened. I mean, if Biden wins, what, I wonder what that base does. Like, if they're just like, all right, I guess we lost. Let's try again next time. Well, I think the general problem with that is, is that they've given so much to Trump, right? Trump is that party. So when Trump melts down. Who 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 takes his place? Are, is the rest of his kids going to take his place? Well, what do you think Trump does about his base then after that? Like if if they can't, if his political, if he loses, do you think he tries to do it again in four years? Does he try to build up a grim radio? Because he does not like his base, right? He doesn't he, want to hang out with any of those people. He builds a TV station is what he does. And he then what? A, and then he becomes so he becomes the worst version of Fox News where Trump gets his ideals and his agendas out through the media. Because that's what Trump has done for the last four years. This works. His brand is bigger than ever. Yeah, I guess. But that's if he's not prosecuted. Yeah, that's true. Well, this is what he said, though, to go back to the thing I was saying about that. He said, your husbands, they want to get back to work. We're getting your husbands back to work and everybody wants it. (laughs) That's what Trump said. And there's stupid women clapping in the background. Right. Like it's just, yeah, like Walmart and all of these corporations. During, I still love this. During a rally in, John's, in Johnstown, Pennsylvania, early this month, Trump asked suburban women to please like me. Quote, they're talking about suburban women. And somebody said, I don't know if this suburban woman likes you. I said, why? Trump said, they said they may not like the way they may not like the way you talk, but I'm about law and order. I'm about being safe. I'm about having your suburban communities. I don't want to build low income housing next to your house. So can I ask you to do me a favor? Suburban women, will you please like me? I saved your damn neighborhood, okay? <laughs> and then when Leslie Stahl asked him that, he got real offended by it. He got real upset. Yeah, and when, and every time he's talking about this, he's like, I'm keeping black people out of your neighborhood. I mean, I'm not yeah. really, and I don't know exactly what And then he goes, means, well, then I've but... done more for black people than since Abraham Lincoln, and that's arguable. And I'm the least racist person in this room, even though I can't see the crowd. There might be some black people in there. If so, so the I'm man talking. who ended slavery through war is—it's arguably whether or not Trump has no, done a better job. He's number one, and then Trump is number two. No, Trump said arguably. He right, said so. Yeah. Right. So the 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 public consensus is Lincoln's number one, and he's saying that he's one A. You know, I I guess I'm number two at this point, but you can argue the point that I'm number one. He's basically having the LeBron versus Michael Jordan discussion. <laughs> but saying, yeah. Yeah, look, my, Michael was great, but I'm yeah. But it's it's more like um, LeBron. It's more like Michael Jordan versus Justin Lin. <laughs> Is that the guy's name? What's that guy's name? Was it Jason? Was Jason Lin? No, no it, Jeremy, Jeremy Lin. Jeremy, Jeremy Lin. There Sorry. you go. Yeah, Justin yeah. Lin is the director. That that's how forgettable. He is. <laughs> yeah, that that's more the combination because he had he had that one hot streak. He was pretty good, and then uh, it all fell apart. He yeah, came exactly. back to earth. I'm, well, look, hey, if man, you I'm want sure your gun from work, Walmart, sure um, I would say buy it earlier than later. Because look, I I mean, yeah, I'm I'm all for if you you know you got to protect yourself, sure, but Walmart doesn't care whether or not we all go to war. Walmart's still going to make its money. So just just remember well, you that know when what? you go to Walmart to buy your firearm. You think about your la- your your gun control issues when I tell you what's next. Okay, if 
Because all this time, you know, I told you I was going to take you on a journey and I said, we were going to do something a little different. Okay. Now I started and I buttered you up. I was like, man, you got, you got a pretty, pretty good over there. All right. I was going to do that off air, but you asked me, you've, you've done this to yourself. Okay. So you, you asked me to do that during the podcast and I did. All right. Then I, then I was like, man, look at how bad things are here. You know, you, you guys are being warned about civil unrest. Don't come over here. And, and now Walmart's giving out guns like candy and, and things are going to look pretty dismal in the next week. But let me tell you something. New Zealand's got his own problems. Okay. Yeah. You got a world of hurt coming your way. And I am reading from the guardian story. Number three, no predators, plenty to eat. New Zealand struggles with a plague of peacocks. Are you aware of this? No. And now I'm terrified. Yeah, you should be. Those colorful birds are going to fuck you up. A bird renowned around the world for its beauty has showed its ugly side by causing havoc on farms in New Zealand, eating crops evading control efforts and driving landowners to distraction. I don't, I, I don't like the writing of this article from the jump because there's no uh, Oxford comma. Like, how is that not universally accepted at this point? Anyway, the jade and green peafowl, commonly known as the peacock, has become nat- naturalized in New Zealand after what New Zealand birds online, that's the place, calls benign neglect of birds kept for display. You know, that might sound odd, but literally, I was just talking about this with Alice. Every painting is either really? <laughs> a mountain or ocean or a bird. We have so many native birds here. I mean, look, the, the you know, they're called kiwis, right? Because the kiwi's a bird. It's not the fruit. It's a little flightless bird. Like, there's more, there's more native birds here than any other animal, right? There wasn't any mammals in this country before the first settlers, the first Polynesian settlers came here. So it's a country of birds. So yeah, the New Zealand birds online sounds completely reasonable to me. <laughs> it's real. New Zealand birds online. Anyway, they call them benign neglect of birds kept for display. Preferring rugged and wild habitats, the peafowl has spread extensively around the warmer regions of the North Island. That's your backyard. According warmer regions to... of the North Island is not my backyard. I live no, in but the North region. Island is not a big place. All right, you could probably walk there in a few minutes. <laughs> According to... <laughs> According to the Ornithological Society of New Zealand, and has also been recorded as far south as Christchurch, Dunedin. Now, as Dunedin. I read that, you Dunedin. go ahead. Dunedin. You piece said Dunedin. It's I don't, Dunedin. I, don't, I, I, I sounded it out. All right. Dunedin. <laughs> and I crushed Ornithological. And the only reason I could say that immediately is because of... The uh, the Pierce Brosnan James Bond movie Die Another Day, when um, Halle Berry first walks up to Pierce Brosnan as James Bond, Halle Berry playing of course Jinx, and says, "What do you do?" and uh, and James Bond says, "I'm an ornithologist." And she looks up, she's like, "Well, I believe she does something like that." She's like, "That's a mouthful." Yeah, that's how it starts. So, <laughs> wow, terrible movie. Terrible movie. <laughs> that really does happen. Why do I remember these things off the top of my head? I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. Here they are. I, I have a my mind is a complicated place. But as the numbers of their natural predators, such as possums, ferrets, stoats, am I saying that right? 
Yes. And rats drop due to nationwide control due to wait, but as numbers of their natural predators, such as possum, ferrets, sloats, and rats drop due to nationwide control efforts, peacocks are becoming increasingly destructive. Many local farmers have also unwittingly planted feasts for peacocks, seeding fields and fields of maize, corn, and clover, which is beloved by the animals. Farming accounts for around 5% of New Zealand's gross domestic product. Quote, they weren't a problem at all when there were plenty of predators around, but now they've got hardly any predators and plenty to eat, quote, said, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was wondering when you were going to hit this speed bump. Wong- Wanganui? Oh, that's good. You did it. Wanganui. You nailed there you it. There go. Wanganui farmer Grant Adkins. Sounds like an American transplant. A spokesperson for Feder- – actually, Grant's British probably transplant. British. Yeah, yeah I was about yeah, to say, yeah. <laughs> A spokesperson for federated farmers in in the region. Quote, they love rye grass and clover. They love rye grass and clover. They're happy to wander around and eat all the fresh green shoots for of all our pastries and crops. They do very nicely. And quote. I don't know what that means. Adkins estimates the number of peafowl is when you call them peafowl. I don't think peacock is a very pleasant word, but because it's kind of come to the point where we immediately picture a peacock as like this very colorful, floofy, eccentric right. animal. And that's just what the males, by the way. Have you seen a female peacock? It's just all brown. Mm. There's no plumage on a female peacock. It just looks like this brown big bird. Perfect. That's what you want. That's what you want in a, in a, <laughs> in a lady. <laughs> we'll just, just move past that. Just but peafowl, <laughs> peafowl makes it sound like that's their um, – it's like a pejorative against peacocks what are you yeah, doing like, here peafowl? get out of here yeah exactly adkins estimates the number of peafowl in the thousands in his district and says authorities have shown no interest in controlling their numbers focusing instead on targeting pests like possums and rats because they're gross now you should also know that possums are not the opossums right we have a dis- different possum here in new zealand you should look that up by the way okay because um, there's a difference so between the opossum NZ, in the new states zealand. and the possum in New Zealand and Australia. It's actually a native animal of Australia. It was brought over here for its fur. And the possum is extremely oh. destructive. The possum eats um, eggs. And I'm assuming that's why the more that you get rid of possums and rats, the the peacocks, you know, God. eggs and offspring are limited because these mammals like, basically go and hunt for the eggs. They don't kill peacocks. They kill the eggs. This looks like this thing looks like a mistake. <laughs> yes, it is. It's, it's got big eyes. It's very furry. It's like it's like a cross between a rabbit and a gremlin. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, so if you're at home, what look up look up possum. Thing? Not old possum, just possum. And you should see it. It's got big ears. It's got this big furry face. It's got a big furry oh, tail. My the, God. The, the fur is extremely soft, right? And people here, you are told when you're driving to hit them, right? Because they are native and they kill native birds. So they kill the tuis, they kill the kiwis, they kill all the little eggs, right? They eat a ton of eggs. And so when you see, when you're driving through New Zealand, when you're on a road trip, you see more of these dead things by the side of the road because people go out of their way to hit them. Good. Seems like. I I will say by looking at this thing and some of these pictures, I just know that somewhere, somewhere there is a Tinder landmine with a, with a woman who has one of these things as a pet. Uh, and I think it's actually against the law to have them as a pet. I here. don't care. It's She's out there. She has it. And it's it's even weirder than ferret people. Now, now, can I tell you a story about? I'm going to send you a link about about this specific possum. But okay. um, 
my my one time that I've had an encounter with a possum was actually not too long ago. It was when I was off, right? And me and a coworker, we went up this trail for doing some hunting, and we're at this hut, right? So when you're in New Zealand, they have like these backcountry huts that you can stay in. So we're in this hut, and we're in this hut with the with a few dock workers, right? So the Department of Conservation is the organization here that basically like make sure that the it's like very similar to what I'm assuming the whatever the U.S. Um, National Parks group is, right? Like like what a park ranger would be, right? It's like kind of that equivalent, kind of. But anyways, right, they come up here, they service the hut, right? So they clean the hut, they make sure the trash is out and all this stuff. And they sleep the night there because you're probably hiking a good two, three kilometers up this mountain, right? So we're kind of all sitting around having a chat with them about, hey, how do you like working for Doc, et cetera, et cetera. They ask us what we do, you know, the general small talk when you don't know people. And as everyone's getting ready for bed, this dude, right, this guy's probably 25, 26, right? Mm-hmm. And he's out there, you know, brushing his teeth outside and the woman who's with him who's a, the co-worker she goes hey i got one like kind of screams it and you hear some scrambling and commotion and then next thing you know by this window of this hut this guy is basically holding this possum by his tail as he's brushing his teeth <laughs> right so imagine this right like you're sitting there at this window and this guy's brushing his teeth and he's got this possum by the tail and he's holding it up and he's like smiling and like kind of thumbs up to me and my coworker. And I was like, what is this? Right. And so she runs back in and she goes, Oh man, we got one. She goes, where's my hammer? Oh my God. No, (laughs) no. (laughs) So she goes to her bag. She gets this hammer out the back and I go, Oh, so that, that's how we're going to do this. And she goes, yeah, that's what we're supposed to do. Kill it with a hammer. (laughs) No. So basically, Absolutely afterwards, not. No, basically afterwards he's got this thing by his tail, right? And then I asked him, he kind of, you know, he's, I, I kind of go outside and I'm like, hey, he's like, no, once you got them by the tail there, the, his exact words were, they're stuffed, mate. <laughs> right? He goes, oh, they're stuffed, mate. You got them by the tail, they're stuffed. Uh, he's no. holding this thing up. And then I basically go back inside because I don't want to be part of this. Yeah. And the next here is... Oh, no, 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 no. And then she comes back inside, right? She kind of leaves a hammer out there, and she goes into his bag and gets this bag, plastic bag. I just want to imagine that she's, like, covered in blood at this point. (laughs) (laughs) So she gets this plastic bag, and then we look outside, right? Because it's dark outside, right? You're camping, right? So you basically got, like, a headlamp. Yeah. And he's basically pucking the fur off of this thing. Because you can just pull the fur right out. So basically, he gets here, he plucks out the fur, because he goes, oh, for every kilogram of fur I get, of possum fur, I get whatever number he gave me. It was like 200 bucks or something, right? What? Because fur is extremely soft. He's like, yeah, feel it. And it was some of the softest fur I've ever felt in my life. These things are super soft. It's like some glorious bastards, but for for possums. I'm looking for, (laughs) I need need possum fur. They're basically going to take this fur and they put it in with the merino wool, which is prized here in New Zealand and New Zealand goods, and they make clothing out of it. So, yeah, that's my encounter with the possum. I watched this. And again, they were she was maybe 23. I was sitting there like, oh, this is terrifying. And she's like, where's my hammer? Because she gave that thing a good three knocks, pop, pop, pop. And then they basically deferred him. And then uh, we don't know where the body went. I don't know what they did with it. And so when you wake up in the morning. And they leave early in the morning because obviously this is their job and they go on to the next hut. And we kind of wake up and we look outside and yeah, there's the murder scene. 
nobody to be found, but you can see the murder scene. Um, but I threw it in, they threw it in the fire. Yeah, so they threw it away. So yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to detract from the the peacock story, but New Zealanders oh. hate possums. They hate them. God, they hate damn. them enough. They hate them enough for the Department of Conservation to get the green light to bash them over the head with a hammer. I couldn't. I don't think I'd kill anything with hair or fur. Uh, not with a hammer. <laughs> not with anything. Like, can you? Can is there anything that you think you could kill with with hair or fur? Sure. Well, I mean, you've you've done it before already. You've gone. Yeah, sure. I mean, but that's the thing. Like, it's different when it's like this thing that you catch by the <laughs> tail and swinging around, and then you get out there with a hammer. As one guy holds it down and it's kind of looking at you, and you just go pop, pop, pop. Or it's like the, the the dude on the side of the road that was talking about smash, smash, smash. That's basically what you did. <laughs> I forget. I think that dude was like in prison now for like something awful. Um, but you know what I'm talking about? The guy, the hitchhiker that like had the hammer and he like smashed some dude who was chasing some girl or something crazy. Um, but yeah, so possums are extremely destructive here. And so New Zealand's got this big crusade against rats and stoats, which are like little weasels, basically. Um Wow. And you can't have a ferret as a pet. So, like, all the mammals that kill eggs, that kill bird eggs, and sort of eat small young chicks of birds are num- are public enemy number one by the Department of Conservation. So, this story makes complete sense to me that basically the peacock that is also – look, most of the problems here in New Zealand with animals are because the white people came over here and brought a bunch of stuff. Now, to be fair, the Polynesians brought the rats over on the boats, right? That's just how it happens. You move somewhere around. Not intentional. White people brought, for example, right? The reason why, why there's deer in New Zealand, deer is an invasive species in this country. Because deer don't aren't natively in New Zealand. Because some white people decided, you know what's really fun? Hunting deer. So we're going to let them run around. You know what's great? Possums are super soft. Let's get some possums and bring them over here. That's kind of what New Zealand has done. And so now we've got all of this. We literally bring animals over here to try and kill other animals. And the next thing you know, those animals become a problem. So someone brought the peacock over here because it looked cool, and now the peacock is an entirely invasive species because everything in this country thrives if you bring it over here. So, yeah, that's generally the story, I'm assuming, right? It's that these things are thriving because there's nothing here to kill them, so they go nuts. Look, we spent a lot of time talking about our problems, so I'm going to keep telling you about yours. According to the New Zealand Bird <laughs> Birds Online, other large sightings include up to 100 birds spotted in a field at Ore... Or, you know, fuck your country. Ore... Ore... I'm assuming. But even I probably mispronounced this wrong. Ore... In April 2011, and more than 100 near Otane in the central Hawke's Bay in June 2016. Farmers have tried to manage growing numbers by shooting the birds, but the task is difficult as the birds are clever and known to be, quote, very wary in feral populations, end quote. No poisons have been certified for the specific use of peacocks. That's a very specific poison. Once (laughs) shot at the peacock poison. (laughs) Could you imagine? Once shot at by farmers, they learn to keep their distance. (laughs) As you do, right? Yeah, yeah, seriously. Um. Quote, over a 12-year period, their numbers have increased hugely, and they are spreading further and further afield. And quote, says Adkins, quote, there are thousands in the district. On the flats of my neighborhood, I can see a group of 150 in one go, eating a lot of grass. The amount of feed they're eating is is feed our livestock can't eat, end quote. Um, wait, so this, this quote thing, all right. It's this headline. They're like Blimmin, 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 B-L-I-M-M-I-N. They're like Blimmin Roadrunners, mate. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Tony Bochamp 
an ornithologist, a mouthful, as we've established before, <laughs> according to Halle Berry, <laughs> says, says New Zealand's feral peacocks are feral peacocks. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Are a rare phenomenon globally as the birds mainly live in the Indian subcontinent. Definitely brought over by the, the British. Yes, Absolutely. It was like, I'm sure there was good intention at the time. Look at this pretty bird. Knowledge about peacocks in New Zealand is scant. Really? They don't know about them? With the birds in preferring <laughs> with the birds preferring to live in a wild and remote regions of the country, the government's conserve conservation efforts firmly focused on protecting data species. Quote, most people in New Zealand ignore introduced birds. It's a New Zealand thing. And quote, yeah, like so I just explained, out. right? We've got yeah, so many yeah. birds. We just don't. It's like, yeah, get rid of the possums because they're killing kiwis. But as long as the peacock doesn't kill the kiwi, let them go nuts. Yeah, exactly. Like the peacocks are killing all that. I mean, the peacocks might be your best weapon. Might be. It's like, they're taking all the feed from my livestock. It's like, man, your livestock wasn't even supposed to be here. Yeah. Anyway, it's like your damn. But damn but their livestock feeds us is part of the problem. So Yeah, I suppose so. All right. Well, maybe, maybe they can find a way to live in harmony. Quote, I think a lot of our farm management practices are encouraging higher number of certain introduced birds. In Northland, farmers have been planting maize for stock feed. But maize is absolutely dynamite for pest birds. They love moving into it. End quote. Bochamp says ornithologist, again, a mouthful, only began studying native birds with gusto in the, I, okay, now I can respect that. You know, they've made, they've made up for the lack of the uh, Oxford comma by using with gusto, which I do enjoy. Is it in the 19th century, Is it gusto or gusto? I think it's gusto. With gusto. Uh, I, well, now I like it less. In the 1960s and 70s, meaning the country is, quote, still playing catch up, end quote, in its bird knowledge, perhaps leading to oversights in the study of introduced species. Quote, I'm not sure peacocks are very well understood, end quote, says Bochamp. Just Google it then. Find out about them. It's not like they're new to the world. The New Zealand government has committed to completely eradicating invasive species such as rats, stoats, and possums in 2050. Trapping the unwanted species has become main has become a mainstream hobby in New Zealand, helped by possum fur being valued in the fashion industry. Look, Look at this. But as a but as possum numbers drop, Adkins says peacock numbers have boomed. Possums, ferrets, stoats, and rats often eat the eggs of peacocks, which build nests on the ground. Quote, they're pretty smart. As soon as one starts to move, they all run. They're like blimmin' roadrunners, end quote, said Adkins. Quote, and once they've learned, and once they've learned they're being shot at, you won't get within two or three hundred meters of them. End quote. Bochamp agreed that peafowl in the wild were, quote, extremely wary, unquote, and will keep a distance of 500 meters if they sense a threat. Rod Smilly, I would assume, Horizon Regional Council's biodiversity, biosecurity, and partnership manager said he was aware of population of wild peacocks in the region. Quote, peacocks do cause damage to pasture and crops, end quote, Smilly said in a statement, but added they were not included in the council's pest management plan, which would be reviewed in 2027. So you have seven more years of these fuckers wreaking havoc <laughs> in the North Island. Spokesperson for that, uh, that little editorializing made by me. A spokesperson for the department, I'm at the end here, a spokesperson for the Department of Conservation based in Wakatane. Did I nail it? All right. Said peafowl were, quote, not a significant conservation issue, end quote. In the South Island, there have been isolated reports of peafowl escaping home enclosures, and Adkins is worried that left unchecked, the birds will spread around the county. You know, after reading through all this stuff, I think this is just Adkins' problem. Yeah. And real quick, 
Wakatane is is one way to say it, but the WH, I'm going to give you a little lesson in Teirio Mori. The WH is pronounced pronounced as an F. So I believe the correct pronunciation, I was was not reading, it is Fakatane, is what it should be. (laughs) Okay, now I'm on board. (laughs) New Zealand's stupid. But <laughs> New Zealand is not worried about unpeaceful protesting in four days. Yeah, but you got you got this menace of a of a bird wreaking havoc now, it's now, on the outside, but it's gonna fuck you up on the inside. Now, if, if you were to guess, right, I, I put something sense. into Google, right? I put four words into Google search right now as you're reading this story. Can you guess what they are? One of them is peacock. Can you guess what the other three words are that I put into Google search? Right? I'm searching something about peacocks. What do you think I'm searching? Peacock. I don't know. It's probably something about like reproduction, reproducing. The first like, word oh. is can. Can blank blank peacock. Can blank blank peacock. I don't. I don't know. I got nothing. The, the, the second word is you. Can you blank? Yeah, I figured peacock. that. Can you kill peacock? Can you keep peacock? Can you own peacock? Can you eat peacock? Oh, can you eat peacock? Okay. Like, yeah, that's a fair question. So I'm on this website called foragerchef.com slash cooking right the peacock. Right? That Joe Rogan's eating a peacock. <laughs> <laughs> now there's a real freaky picture on it. Hey man, I went to Joe Monday. Beef. We got these served us peacock. It was great. Served a peacock uh, and, do, and a horse. It was awesome. Now I do want to quickly read from this person's right. This is like one of those food blogs where they give you a recipe, but it's like 80 pages down, right? Because they sit there and blab about it. So I'm going to read this very. How quickly. do How you know we- you're making the perfect peacock? First, light candles. It's like fuck you. Yeah. Just tell me the recipe. Exactly. Like just give me the recipe. Don't tell me the story. My mother used to cook. Just shut up and just. <laughs> so yeah. how to cook a peacock? Bucketless foods. Everyone has them. There's a number of them still on mine. But a little while ago, I got to scratch peacock off the list. Oh, what? My girlfriend's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> My girlfriend's mother built a farm community in Wisconsin in the 70s and is still very much plugged into the local scene. She knows who grows which crops where, what their personal history is, and those little tidbits of information you can only get from being a local. And while back, and while back, she and I were talking about the possibility of helping her friend sell a bunch of surplus garlic. So again, like again, I don't need to read that. Just get me to the point where you're cooking the peacock. What are the ingredients? That's what I'm trying to get to. So you know there's a picture down that, here. Right? You know why they do that? I actually don't know why. Ad views. Oh, okay, sure. If if they don't, then fuck you. But I would assume that most of them would do it because of ad views. Because you just have to scroll down the page to get to what you want, and those sites make money on ads. So there you go. A little, little product management tip for you. Now you know things. So I'm trying to skim through here real quick. Um, let's see. Blah, 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 blah. Turns out peacocks were pets, starting with the one bird that appeared after leaving a near, nearby farmstead. Her friend did some checking around with the peacock's previous owners and found that they didn't exactly expect or want it back. Long story short, they let it stay and eventually decided to find a mate for it. Why didn't the neighbors care about the loss of their pretty bird, I'm assuming? Um, or, sorry. Why didn't the neighbors care about the loss of their pretty bird? I'm assuming, but there's more to a peacock than its beautiful feathers. They also make a very distinct sound. And I'm, I've actually heard this. There used to be a peacock that lived in my neighborhood where I lived in Redondo Beach. Um, and it would stand on people's cars. There were probably someone out there that would love their days punctuated by peacock noises, which I've heard compared to a woman or, a ch- or children screaming. But it isn't everyone. I asked my girlfriend's mom to inquire about getting one to eat. The landowner agreed. And a couple months later, I was on the property with two men and a rifle. 
A few sets of mating birds and little baby peacock chicks strolled around the yard as they pleased, so much as I'd like to tell you the heart-pounding story where I tracked a peacock through rugged Wisconsin valleys by a breadcrumb trail of blue feathers. I can't. We just walked into the front yard and shot it. It was an ugly shot, too. Both through oh, best gosh. and a leg, not... Not, uh, not no. sorry, both breast and a leg. Not the pretty professional ending you'd think or don't from time to time when you eat poultry. After we took down the bird, a four-year-old male, I got to hear the sound of peacock makes from a nearby bird. I can see where the scream comparison comes from, and I thought it had more of a primal edge to it. To me, it was like yeah. a pterodactyl flying through the sky, ready to eat some terrified four-legged creature. Needless to say, I'll stay yeah, with it chicken. It sounded like someone yelling, You shot my cousin! <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, he goes through the different parts of the bird. So the breast is difficult oh, to work God. with since they're not a fatty bird. Um, so they don't have, uh, you know, they don't have fast twitch muscle fiber. Or sorry, they don't have slow twitch muscle fiber. It's much more fast twitch, which takes a long time to cook. Um, so you can't eat muscular people. You got to eat the fatties. Um, so, yeah, so they go through this of like how to cook the legs. So the favorite part, his favorite part was the legs since it was surrounded by fat and bone. For me, there's no better method for tough poultry legs than confit. I season the legs with salt, fresh bay leaves and thyme, then allow it to sit overnight. The next day, you cover the legs with lard in a covering cooking vessel and cook at 250 degrees until that meat is nice and fork tender, which should take a good two, three hours. Then I remove the legs from the fat and carefully take out all the pin bones from the drumsticks. Afterwards, legs are allowed to cool in the fat. And as long as there's unbroken airtight seal of fat, the meat can be allowed to age for months or more. So, yeah. So this dude has sit here and cooked straight up peacock. So you can eat a peacock. That's what I was wondering as you were reading that story. All right. So, so uh, yeah. So that's how this is going to end then. They're just going to be like, hey, buddy, find a way to kill those pe- herd and kill those peacocks. And there you go. You got you got more um, you got more food. Maize isn't good for you anyway. No, and you can eat peacock eggs as well. Yeah, and you know, I'm sure it's probably just like chicken. That said, I, I also did search if I could eat peacock, and um, I found a video of what looks like the saddest Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> Is it a peacock Thanksgiving? It's just a dude eating a peacock. <laughs> Is this is this Dave's exotic foods? Yes. That's, and yeah, everybody yeah. in the comments were saying, Happy Thanksgiving. I'm like, oh, poor Dave. <laughs> poor yeah. Dave. Yeah, he's Dave. Loves- Thanksgiving by, he's got to satisfy himself by eating a fucking peacock guy. So. Dave looks very sad. Uh, I'm watching the same video. I do love oh, how his God. icon is of this very ripped dude with sunglasses. Dave is not a ripped dude with sunglasses. He's a lonely dude eating green beans, mashed potatoes, a peacock leg, and a bottle of Jacob's Creek wine. <laughs> mm, Jacob's Creek, the finest. <laughs> the finest grape from Jacob's Creek. Jacob's Creek is the... Uh, <laughs> it, usually, it's like it's like Hidden Valley or you know, something stream, but no, we got Jacob's Creek. <laughs> yeah, Jake, I mean, look, Jacob's Creek, though, they got a real legit website, so it's a real, it's a real place. I believe it. Look, Dave, you do you. Although you can tell just I, I immediately what I do when I look at YouTube videos, I don't know where your eyes go. Mine immediately go to the likes and dislikes. And this dude's at about like 60, 40 percentage. And yeah, my guess is like I just don't think people like the idea of eating a peacock. Plus, yes. I, I also my problem with the video is that, you know, you'd assume I'd want to know how to cook it. Yeah. And it's a 17 and a half minute video. And he's done cooking it at minute seven. <laughs> <laughs> which point he's just eating it you just we're just with dave for thanksgiving eating this what's also with his table his table's like right next to his bar 
like the the bench the kitchen bench is like this little table where he's sitting at it like again he cooked this giant peacock and he's got a glass of water a glass of wine he's got some salt and pepper shakers and he's sitting here and i'm watching this on on mute obviously yeah me too but yeah he's literally sitting here just eating this peacock seriously uh that you can buy a peacock and, and cook it i don't i don't know where uh, as far as I know, Exotic Meat Market is the only place to buy peacocks. And, uh, you know, I'm glad that they have such uh, exotic foods. You know, you wouldn't think, hey, why don't we just cook up peacock? But <laughs> You still got another two minutes of that shit of him saying, I can't believe I just bought this oh, peacock. Oh, wow. You know what, it. though? You know what's really interesting, right? That was video from Dave seven years ago. Dave is ripped now. <laughs> Dave the so Usher? Dave was, oh, shit. Yeah, Dave's ripped. Wait, and he's and he's and he's all about video games. I guess he's done with the peacock stuff. Yeah, Dave is ripped. Dave went from eating peacocks as a fatty to being ripped. Oh, Good he's on playing, Dave. He's playing the new GI Joe game. Look at I that. know the develop. I know the developers of that. Yeah, look at that, Dave. Small world, buddy. <laughs> wow, damn. Well, and he started Dave's with got, peacock. Dave's got one video that's got a million views. Anyway, Godspeed, is it Dave. The peacock Hope video. You. No, it's not the peacock video. Oh. Peacock video is not doing bad though. The Peacock's video has got a hundred thousand. Yeah, I mean, we just added to it, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's him playing Transformers Prime, the game from seven years ago. That's when it turned this is, around. This is why this is why YouTube is great. <laughs> yeah. Lion meat. Dave eats lion. That's higher upon this list as well. So Dave, when Dave was a little thicker, Dave was eating all sorts of crazy meat, and then he stopped and he got ripped. Like ripped. Yeah, he's got. He's got the. Oh my god, Dave kind of looks a little unhealthy though. I don't know something. He looks like, um, yeah, he's, he's he's definitely looking better cut. He's changed wow, his life. This, this Dave's exotic food lions meat video. He makes lion tacos. Is what he's making. That's concerning. it. Looks like I don't know. It looks like his wife. That. It looks like his wife moved out of the house. <laughs> like all the stuff's gone. But yeah. Wow. You can watch through Dave's Dave's life on YouTube. It's very interesting. Dave eats guinea pig, suckling wow. pig, reindeer oh. meat, okay, zebra I mean, meat. Yeah, I'm damn, sure that's like, Dave, yeah. dude! Look at this! Look at this thing in the exotic cooking thing. These thumbnails. It this doesn't all look like Dave. Dave, Dave is like about thirty different people in these thumbnails. Yeah, yeah he, he's going through some changes, right? He's eating yeah. eggs, big feet, crocodile, kangaroo. Hey, man, he looks like he's doing all right. I could I could relate to a dude who's passionate about eating and playing video games. Honestly, Camel me and Dave meat. probably have a lot in common. Camel Dave, hit me up. Let's hang out. Dave, you're welcome on the podcast anytime to talk about things that you eat and games you're playing. Call, yeah, let's get, it, yeah, yeah. Let's get let's get. It Dave can't be podcast. that hard, right? Dave's got like no. a couple hundred views. No, he probably has a podcast. <laughs> oh, D- Dave definitely has a podcast for sure. I bet if I go to about, yeah, he's on Patreon. What does he got on? Yeah, Patreon? yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on Formspring, whatever that is. Let's At least he doesn't Patreon, have an OnlyFans account. He's got, four, <laughs> he's got four patrons. Yeah, I bet if I throw if I throw Dave five bucks a month, I'm like, hey man, you want to join our podcast? Tell us what it was like to eat a peacock. <laughs> <laughs> you'd probably do it you totally would do it there you go dave's on only fans showing us showing us some dick yeah dave's I'm, got I'm a he's, 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 he's got two kids got a beautiful wife dave's in great shape good for dave damn dave he's a role model now i'm now now i'm jealous of dave all right that's all my stories all right we've learned about the the issues with this country We've learned about the greater issues in your country, and I think uh, I think that's it for the news and the politics. So, what do you say we go to a little media therapy, huh? Sure. 
All right. Now I said we were doing politics, but I got a question for you that was inspired by a political thought. Who's older? Chris Rock or Paul Giamatti? Speaking of which, that's part of my media therapy as well about what I'm watching. Um, okay. Chris Rock's older, and Chris Rock is older by – I would assume that Chris Rock's probably close to 60. He's probably a little older than you think he is. I'm assuming that Chris Rock is about 57. Wow. Chris Rock is older. He's 55. Okay. okay. There you go. Two years older than Paul Giamatti. Poor Paul. And maybe, uh, it's, maybe it's because I'm watching Fargo where he plays an older guy, right? Chris Rock is on the new season of Fargo. He's one of the main characters in it. I was actually thinking about it because of um, remember that that movie he was in. Uh, what was it? Was it Head of State? Chris Rock, was where that, he becomes president. Where he, yeah, the whole movie is where he becomes president at the end. That movie's so stupid, and the stupidest part about that movie. And and I'm not gonna lie, I it's not like it's not an enjoyable movie. It's just. It's not how politics works at all in the way that, and this is why I thought about it. I was like, man, the dumbest thing that happens in that movie is that they're like, this race is going to, is going to rest on California. Like that's the climax of the movie is how's California going to vote. Rest like, in peace, any Mac. question. Oh yeah, that's true. He plays his brother in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. He's vice president and rest yeah, in peace. Nate. Exactly. Nate Dawson, this as well. Yeah. It's a weird movie, but that, that was the part that bummed me out where I was just like, this is so stupid. But anyway, so how's Fargo season three? Uh, season four. Fargo is a great show. Have you watched any of Fargo? No. You have, you, have you seen the movie before? Did you ever watch Fargo the movie? Yeah. Yeah, I believe so. So Fargo, basically, it's based like it's originally supposed to be based in Fargo, Minnesota. And this is now sort of gone on. The movie's on based on a true story as well, right? Yes. Yeah. So they're supposed. This is all supposed to be tying back to Fargo, Minnesota, in some way. So the first season had Billy Bob Thornton on it. He was like this crazy stoic killer. Um, the second season, who's in the second season of Fargo? The third season has season has what's his name? The dude that um, you you didn't watch Breaking Bad, but the dude that everyone calls Meth Damon because <laughs> he looks like Matt Damon but he's cooking meth. Um. Oh. Yeah. So, anyways, the third season is about is about sort of the the racial Jesse uprising. Jesse yes, that guy. Yes, he looks like Matt Damon, but they called him Matt. Damon. <laughs> um, I could see. So, it. it's it's basically about Kansas City, and it's about the uprising between the African Americans and the Italians in Kansas City during the fifties and sixties, I believe. Maybe a little earlier, maybe the forties and fifties. Um, so, Chris Rock plays this basically you know, the, the head of the, the black gang. And it's very good. It's great. Um, even though it's hard, Chris Rock, whenever Chris Rock gets angry, he kind of does the same thing where he talks like, this, like that's just Chris Rock, right? Like it's Chris Rock. So it's hard to sort of remove yourself from, oh, I'm watching Chris Rock on TV versus, oh yeah, this is a character that he's really kind of transformed himself into. It's still Chris Rock. Yeah. Chris Rock's also supposed to be in the, he was going to be, well, he is still in Spiral, which is like the latest Saw movie. That oh, was supposed to be out in May, and they pushed it to 2021. Because I don't know if you know this, but we're in the middle of a global pandemic, which has shut down movie theaters. So that's yeah. So yeah, so that's what I've been watching. I watched that. I also watched something else called The Queen's Gambit, which was great. Um, seven episodes, Netflix series about a young woman who becomes sort of this grandmaster at chess. 
but she has major addiction problems. She's an orphan, and it's really, really well done. It's one of the better things I've watched in a while. So if you get a chance, watch The Queen's Gambit. It's based off of a book from 1983, I believe. Um, I'm interested to read the book. But yeah, I've been watching now that I'm at home, and I don't have my fancy TV yet, but I do still have a TV. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah, I've been watching. haven't been playing many games. Played a couple of rounds of Hades still, and we're going to play there some Ghost of Tsushima after this. Oh, but excited. yeah, my media therapy has been watching Netflix specials, which have been very good. That's cool. Uh, I've watched a couple. Well, I watched Borat. I watched the the Borat sequel. It's fine. It's on Amazon Prime, and it's funny. I thought it was really funny. It was uh, it was a fun movie. Two thousand and six, right? So fourteen years later, it's been a while. Yeah, I don't have any like I had no expectations going into this movie. I I actually. I'm at the point where that kind of humor doesn't really do it for me anymore. Like this kind of uncomfortable, awkward humor stuff is just like, I'm not that into it, but this wasn't really like that. It, it was actually strung together as a pretty decent movie, actually. Like the relationship, it was more about the relationship between Borat and his daughter than he tries to assault. <laughs> it's, it's just a, that's a, another point of the, of the plot that they've created. So the fact that he even works coherently as a narrative is pretty good. And it's like a pretty, it's actually kind of a sweet, sweet tale when all is said and done. But the thing about the Giuliani stuff is that it is wildly overblown and hyped. Like it was a great marketing tool, but when actually in the context of the movie and what happens, honestly, nothing, there's nothing really bad about it, to be honest. Like they try to say, oh, she's supposed to be 15. Uh, nowhere did they say that she is 15. She doesn't look 15. He, She is very flirtatious with him the whole time, throwing every signal to provoke the kind of reaction from him. And when she was helping him like take off the microphone or whatever like he was doing, and he said, I was just talking in my shirt. Yeah, he really was just talking in his shirt. <laughs> like he didn't, I didn't think there was, Giuliani is at this point just a, complete nut and may or may not be a Russian asset, but this movie did nothing to incriminate him or do anything or make him seem wrong in any way. I didn't think so anyway. So yeah, we'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Good for him. Yeah. I mean, again, I kind of saw the, when you see this and you see a single image, I'm like, all right, like, I don't think he's, if he did anything that awful, when again, I'm sure again, he's still a scumbag. But of course, it's going to be overblown, and it's going to try to get a rise out of him at this point. That's the, I mean, no pun intended. But yeah, they're trying to get set. So, yeah, the people that look the worst in this movie are they are like the Trump supporters in this in this like rally that they have. It's crazy, like it's nuts. Um, And and the worst is actually it's something that's not even in the movie. So one of the plot points is the is the daughter wants to become a reporter, and. Apparently, she got into the White House like with one of these OAN reporters, which is like a complete state media, like Trump supporting news network. They're the ones that pitch him the softballs, being like, Yeah, tell us, is it true that the Democrats drink children's blood? And he'll be like, Yeah, it could be true. I believe it. And we shouldn't be doing that. We shouldn't encourage that. Democrats are bad and whatever. So, you know, but but she actually got into the into the White House as a person who she's not. That's freakier than anything in the entire movie. And that just made it to like a Twitter post. So um, 
yeah, the movie itself, fun movie, recommend it. Really funny. The first the first five minute montage, which is like explaining how Trump got into office and what their whole plan is, is pretty great. And the way they use COVID and and navigate those waters, because you could tell this movie was going to be created before that happened. And this kind of threw it for a loop. But the fact that they stick the landing is pretty damn impressive and it's all right. So yeah, it's enjoyable. I recommend it. It's short, hour and a half fun watch check it out cool um gaming side playing more scourge bringer that game is very hard but very fun i the mobility in that game is like some of the most fun mechanics i've played in a 2d game maybe ever it's just a uh it's just a really tight well put together game and and the sessions are so quick like quicker than hades that it really does have that one more one more try compulsion loop that i felt in hades it's just a lot more unforgiving when you're in the loop itself and doesn't have that kind of character narrative drive that existed in Hades. So somewhere it's somewhere between Hades and um, it, it's closer to Rogue Legacy. Also not as good as Rogue Legacy, but the mobility factor makes up for the fun of it and just the quick nature of it all. I, I'm, I'm really digging it. And it's a game that I usually don't play games that are like that super challenging but this is one of those where I don't know. It's 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 got its hooks in me, and I've also been playing Watch Dogs too. Right before, I mean, on this day, I'll say the the Watch Dogs Legions, which is Watch Dogs Three, came out yesterday, and I liked the first one. The third one seemed interesting. It's getting okay reviews, but I was like, oh yeah, I never played through two, and I heard great things about it. It's fun. It's good. So yeah, cool. that's it. Yeah, cool. That's it. So. That's it. We'll um, maybe we'll record. So you're off Wednesday, right? I took Wednesday off. I took the okay. day of the U.S. election off because I wasn't sure what was going to happen. And now that I'm working from home, there's a good chance that I could work in the morning and then be ready right around noon New Zealand time, which will be because when do you guys fall back? When does your daylight saving happen? Sunday. This Sunday. Okay. So you'll only be six hours ahead of me, technically 18 hours behind, mm-hmm. which means it'll be 6 p.m. at noon here. So around noon, I'm planning on making sure I got some snacks ready. I'm going to turn on the CNN and I'm going to watch to see if the American people can restore their faith in this expat. And I am extremely intrigued. So I will be ready on your Tuesday, my Wednesday, and we can do a live podcast. We can stream it. We can do whatever we want because I'm all in on this. I'm in. All right. Got it. Yeah, I think the things are going to become most interesting at around 10 o'clock. That's when decisions will be made. Yeah, so four o'clock my time. It's good. It's good timing. Yeah. So I think probably around uh, like nine is when so we jump on, start seeing how things are going, seeing what the state of the world is. I bolt the windows and uh, we start and we can turn on the the mics. We can figure out how to get on Twitch. Maybe that's what Put we do. Put the kids to bed. Yeah. We're talking politics. <laughs> yeah. Make the women leave. Make the women leave the room as well. Got to go back to the conservative era. We're about maybe. to talk about politics. Maybe maybe Alice will join us and she can give her remarks as a Kiwi watching. She's America not allowed to. She's a, she's a woman. <laughs> These are conservative, conservative things. Maybe I could get Chris out of hiding, though I doubt it. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. He seems to have gone away. <laughs> he's, he's, he's no longer watching politics. He's become a monk. Oh, I know, I know he is. I know he is. You, you think he's hooked in? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You don't have that much stake. Him and his uh, him and his wife are are looking for vengeance. I'd assume. After Ooh, I like this. I, an, an angry Chris. Well, Ooh, she she worked she worked on the Clinton campaign. 
I love it. Get her on here too. That's what I mean. We can just open up the mic and then just call people in. Yeah, get them on. Speaker. Hey, we're doing it live. We're doing it live. Join us. Fuck it. it might do be, it live. It might end up being a four-hour podcast, but I'm down to sit here and just watch the news and talk about what's happening. I'm, I'm, I'm in. I'm in. I wonder if I'm we can figure out some like picture-in-picture thing so we could have uh, the CNN panel on. Because we don't make any money off of it. No, just do it for fun. Like, who cares, right? <laughs> what are they gonna do? Tell yeah, us. We're not making any money off of it. Yeah, yeah. No one's watching, and, and Fair use. Gonna, yeah, exactly. Fair, and, and again, I'm sure they're going to stream this on YouTube as well, right? Like, I'm sure there's going to be a live stream channel of one of these news stations on YouTube. So that doesn't mean Maybe. that we can't put that on. Or there. We just we watch the uh, New York Times. Usually has these um, has this meter, which is constantly changing in the direction of the odds, and that's usually uh, that's the one to watch. It's it's very exciting. So look, we're going to plan this. We're going to do it. And even if it's just recorded and you watch it afterwards, even if it's not live streamed, I'm totally down with just we're going to sit here and we're going to talk about politics for three hours. We're going to watch it. You might even leave and go get some snacks. We can can figure this out. We're going to get this done. So about in uh, two hours ago, when I checked 538, the odds were um, 89 Biden. Trump had a 10 in 100 chance to win. Now it's officially 90 in 100 chance for Biden, 10 and 1, 10 and not 100 good enough. for Trump. Not good enough. Oh, yeah, I'm with you. And by the way, Donald Trump, 53.1% disapprove, 43.7% approve. That's still too high. Yep. Oh, th- those people are not going to go away. No. But this is, this is the biggest odds they've ever had. This is, uh, this is wild. Well, one could hope it keeps it keeps improving. I, I wonder. Well, let's call it there. We'll. Uh, yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Let's do it. When um, when you go to Walmart to buy your gun. <laughs> and you know, here's the thing. If someone's like, hey, I'm going to I'm going to go to Walmart and buy a gun. You say, cool. But before you go. Download the He's Abroad podcast. Listen to it on the way down there because it'll put you in good spirits. You get some perspective on the world. And look, if Jason releases this within like the next 24 hours or soon oh, enough. This will be out on Saturday. I'm not going to listen on this one. And if you're listening to this and you want to join us, reach out, right? Leave a review and we'll call you in. We'll tag you in between 9 p.m. and 12 a.m. We'll tag you in and you come on come on here and talk about politics or you can just tell us how big of idiots we are. Either one's works. You know what I think you could do? There's a podcast network. The the podcast I listen to, they do uh, Discord. So if we get like we could like get people into Discord as we record if we find a way to do it there. Because they do Discord through Twitch. We could find a way to do that. That's a lot of work, but maybe we can figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Maybe. We'll see what we do, right? We're talk we're talking big talk right now, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's go play some Ghost of Tsushima. Right, and yeah, good. tell people tell people he's abroad podcasts on iTunes, whatever. Um, he's abroad.com. Find all the links and uh review us. John will give you a dollar. And until next time, this podcast and maybe this country is over. Vote.